The name on the front is a hell of a lot more important than the one on the back. Get that through your head. I don't care what the scoreboard says. At the end of the game, in my book, we're going to be winners. I'll make it. You don't do that to a man. He's got a million dollar idea right here. Billion dollar idea. Even better, let him flow. Okay. Well, there's nothing like a cold one after a long day, huh? Here's to feeling good all the time. And now, from the 908 studio, this is Shoot Your Shot. Long Beach sports in Long Beach bars. Brought to you by 908s, where life is great. Welcome to the show. Shoot Your Shot, Long Beach sports in Long Beach bars. Brought to you by 908s. I'm Paul Slater, Young PS3, the chosen one. I'm going to keep calling myself the chosen one until... Everybody starts calling me the chosen one out on the streets of 908. Co-host, John Grossi, the boss man. John, say what's up to the people. Hey, how we doing, guys? Hey, Paul, you are the chosen one. I chose you to play one-on-one basketball against. We'll get into that later, but I choose you. Huge show today, John. Big show. Great guest. Our guy, Jake McCray, Jay Nasty. He's a verified winner. We talk about that. We go uh, into detail with his volleyball career. Big volleyball guy. Uh, played at Highline, Wilson High School, Long Beach City College, state champion. He's going to turn us into a couple of winners. He talks about uh, Long Beach State, shoots his shot, kind of prediction, bold prediction of, of their season this year, and we give him some rapid-fire qu- questions. We also got the 908 Athlete of the Week coming up later in the show. Before we get into this thing, I want to talk about Russell Johnson. As always, Long Beach 908's own Shoot Your Shot podcast is brought to you by our headline sponsor, Russell Johnson. If you listen to this podcast, we know you like winning, and Russell Johnson wins for his sellers, buyers, and all his clients. Russell's a perennial recipient of the Coldwell Banker President's Circle Award, which means his sales volume is in the top 6% of agents nationwide. Russell's a community guy, a longtime baseball coach at Hartwell Park, a guy who knows Long Beach and Lakewood like the back of his hand, Russell is no-nonsense and one of our favorite guys, so if you're looking for a fellow sports guy, a guy who gets it to sell your house, go to www.russell4house.com and find out why they call him Russ Sell Johnson. Let's go with uh, Iron Sharpens Iron to start, John. We like to get better. We like to make each other better, so let's get into it. LA 2028, we got it. We got the Olympics. Coming right here to Long Beach Ball. Let's. We should start the countdown now. Well, how, what do we? What do we? I mean, it's almost here, right? Only four thousand and two days away. Big wow. Time. I, I didn't realize it was that close, Paul. Dude, twenty twenty eight is so far away. It's ridiculous. People are already talking about it. How How many years is that? I mean, what is that? It's like three eleven from now. Is it, is it twenty seventeen yet? I, I thought it, yes, it is twenty seventeen. Okay, so it's so that's eleven years from now. I'll be thirty. Six. Dude, 36 is pretty old. Don't. Sorry to all the listeners out yeah. there that are 36. Shout out to our 36 uh, <laughs> and up listeners. You're young at heart. Uh, we're, Long Beach is going to get some Olympic games, some Olympic events. BMX. BMX is tight. Uh, rest in peace, Dave Mira. Team handball. Water polo. Sailing. Marathon swimming. I cannot wait. John, what are you looking forward to uh, most about getting the Olympics? So what I'm mostly looking forward to, we kind of actually already covered it a little bit. It's just 
for the next 11 years, I can't wait for every time there's a lull in conversation between me and anyone from Long Beach and they bring it up. That's, and, and you know what? I'm probably going to hop right on board and I'll probably start doing the same thing. Like I'm talking to some neighbor that I don't know and I'll be like, hey, well, the Olympics are coming up soon. That's a great call, actually. It gives us something to talk about. So those weird conversations that we have with kind of high school friends at the bars and then yep. we have nothing to talk about, but they want to keep it going. Hey, how about those Olympics coming in 2028? Yep. Every time I visit the dentist, the dental hygienist is going to get a little Olympic chat from me. What's your favorite event at the Olympics? My favorite Olympic event? Well, are we going Long Beach ones or are we going overall? Let's go Long Beach ones to start. Yeah, I think we go Long Beach ones, and I'm looking forward to the BMX because I don't know a lot about it. That's Is that the motorized bicycles and they're jumping over dirt or something? They're not motorized. It's just a regular old bike. Oh, okay. But they pedal fast. So they pedal they real go, fast. Okay. Uh, I've never been to a BMX event, and so I think that would be the one I'm going to mark off on my calendar. I like that. I'm going with Team Handball. Back in, like, seventh grade, I was probably the top five handball player in the world. In seventh grade, I was so good. I could not believe it. Shout out to the Stanford Hawks. That's where we went. But I'm looking forward to that. I want to see that live because it looks fun on MSNBC. Because it's always on, like, the low channel. Any sport on MSNBC, I think, is going to be a good time to be <laughs> at. <laughs> you know, those are the ones that they know, they put it on the on kind of the bad channel because they know everyone's probably there because it's such a good live sport. And it's always on at, like, 7 a.m. You just wake up and you watch t- I think handball. when it's in Long Beach, it'll be, like, pri- it'll be at like 8 p.m. Oh, right, right. I forgot. They're not going to make us wake up at 3 a.m. to go watch something at Marine Stadium. I, I better think. figure out my time zones by the time 2028 rolls around because I'm – Gonna be waking up? No, I'm gonna be going to sleep watching some of this stuff. It's gonna be tight. You know what? I'm not a big uh, Olympic basketball fan. Why? Well, I like basketball in other capacities. I, the Olympics is not one of my biggest events I go to. You hear about the basketball tournament going on right now? It already happened. Okay. It's called the basketball tournament. I don't know why it was just it was going on. It's a 64 team single elimination tournament, kind of like March Madness. It's for like well known but kind of forgotten college basketball players. They join teams, and they battle each other for a $2 million prize. Pretty sick. It was on last week on ESPN. Guess who was named to the all-tournament team? I bet you can't. I don't know. who. You tell me. Casper Ware, Long Beach State alum. Our boy, the Our 49er. Boy. There's some epic names on this team, on this first team as well. Jared Sollinger, ever heard of him? Went to oh, Ohio yeah. State. Ohio State, great college basketball player. Eric Dievendorf from Syracuse. Way back in the day. Big Orange. Big Orange. He's a, he was on Bayheim's Army. That was their team name. Yeah, he Casper uh, Ware averaged 18.8 points per game. Scored 28 in a double overtime win against the Scarlet and Gray, which was the Ohio State team. Absolutely torched Aaron Kraft. I thought he was still in college, to be honest with you. Well, the thing about Casper Ware is, has a guy ever put up more better numbers and not gotten a chance to really show himself in the NBA? I think he is kind of like, it's him and Tim Tebow. The two guys that have only... <laughs> They're the only guys on this planet that have done nothing but put up numbers and win, and yet they do not get the chance in their respective sports to play professionally. <laughs> You're telling me Casper Ware is the Tim, Tim Tebow of basketball? I think so. I guess. They, they both had profound impacts on their university, I can tell you that. That's for sure. He was my childhood idol. I mean, he's only like three years older than me, but the impact that he had on my life emotionally was tremendous. Remember watching those games like in your dorm room in, at Pitt? Oh, yeah. And I was in Oregon, and I'm just like, please don't do this to me this year. But they ended up winning. 
so epic. I love Long Beach State basketball. We uh, actually, John, did you want to talk about our one-on-one match? Yeah, we talk about it. John's not too happy because, like we said, we we're going to do one-on-one every single week. We ended up not playing real one-on-one because I had a wedding to go to. Epic wedding, by the way. But we played in the office instead. We had a little shooting competition. John, can you tell the, the listeners who won that shooting competition? Yeah, I'll, I'll just say it. Paul won 10-6. to six. Well, Why? What 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 happened this time? Well, yeah, there's a few things that went that went a little bit wrong on this. First of all, he throws in who who knew he was going to a wedding? Did he mention that in last week's podcast? I I didn't hear about it. Thought we were playing this weekend. All tied my shoes, got ready to go. Text him. He's at a wedding. Oh, that's so, not true. First of all, I, I was a little bit thrown off. Second of all, we're playing we're playing in our, our in our 908 office. It's not a real basketball. It's just a little uh, cushion, uh, Nerf ball type bas- basketball. Okay. The thing is. The balls are so light. Now, Paul can't really relate, uh, but I exercise. I swim. I'm, I'm looking a lot buffer than him, actually. I have uh, for go. quite some time now. Uh, he used to be bigger than me, but now I'm just like, I, you know, I'm lifting. I'm, I'm exercising. So I, with these little light cushion balls. you got a six-pack, all right. Yeah, <laughs> with these little light cushion balls, it's kind of like when Shaq used to try to shoot free throws. And I'm just so strong. So it's like, could some little scrawny – Gar high school player beat Shaq in a free throw contest? Yes. But who would you rather have on your team? The monstrous big John Grossy swimming all the time looking buff can't make a, a shot? Or do you want Paul who can make a few little Nerf ball shots in the office? John, it's called having a hot hand, my friend. Sometimes you're just feeling it one day. We were listening to Heart of the Champion by Nelly in your office, which, by the way, you spend way more time in this office than I do. So why don't you get a couple of practice shots in every once in a while? I'm working. I come up here, I knock down four in a row, feeling myself, and I couldn't miss. That's not my fault. I mean, it's not even your fault, to be honest with you. You just, you ran into a buzzsaw. That's what happened. Stay tuned next week. We'll, we'll see if we play some real ball. All right. I think I'm going to beat you. Are we playing to 11? I'm going prediction 11-5. You have five points. Paul's friends, if you're listening... Uh, so, someone better get married so he can run off to a wedding, because uh, he knows he knows when we, when we get on the hard court. We had a we had a great interview with with Jake McRae, and we're gonna toss it to that right now. He is a gritty guy. He likes to get real rowdy. He taught us a lot about about being a team and picking your teammates up. Did you feel like you got better after the interview, John? Uh, Jake inspired me so much uh, at that interview that I'm a better person now for it. Uh, which is a definition of grit in my book. I feel like everyone will be inspired. Listen to the interview. Let's toss it to us with Jake at Beachside Glory Days right now. We're at Glory Days Beachside, 620 PCH Seal Beach. Also a location in Lakewood. Open hours Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 11 p.m. Saturday through Sunday, 7.30 a.m. to 12 a.m. Beers, flat screen TVs, get to watch sports. Such a great place. But we're here with our, our friend, our friend of the program here. Good friend. Uh, one of the rowdiest dudes that I know, probably. Right. Yeah. He is a verified winner, yeah. I'd say, when it comes to the sport of volleyball and life. <laughs> it's our good friend, Jake 
McCray, Jay Nasty. Uh, Say hi to the, to the, to the uh, fans. Jay. Hey, fans, how we doing? Uh, good to be here. Thanks it, for having me on the show. Jake, you know? you're, you're going to get us a lot of followers because you're such right a on. rowdy guy in the community. Right on. And you have been for such a long time. That's nice. I'm, I'm glad that rowdy is the adjective that describes me over anything. That's uh. It's been my life goal. To That's be what you need to play volleyball, and uh, right. you were one of the rowdiest dudes on the court at all times. Played uh, with Highline. Right. Yep. Played for Wilson. Yep. Played for LBCC, a state champion. Yes, sir. In 2012. Yes. Right. Yes. Graduated from Long Beach State. Yes. Things are going well. Things for are you, going all right. Things are going all right. And you know, as you list all those things off, I can't pick which one really added to my rowdiness the most. <laughs> But I think we're going to get to the bottom of that. At I the think end we're going to find out today because we've got some pretty <laughs> deep questions we're asking you. Yeah. Uh, you may not have any idea what you're getting into here. With, I don't think I breaking do. down your volleyball I don't career. I, do. I don't think it's been done before. <laughs> uh, let's do it. Let's no, do a cool breakdown actually. on this guy. No. Okay, yeah. Let's, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's get right into it. Let's get down to the bottom, Jake. When did you first get into volleyball? How do you get into a sport like volleyball? Well, I've been playing volleyball in my back and front yard since I was five years old. Um, as you guys know, uh, the fans don't. My brother and sister both play volleyball. Uh, my mom and my aunt Kathleen were both great volleyball stars in their day. So just had a lot of people who knew the sport well. Um, at the time, I didn't know it was any different than what other kids were doing. I was just in the front yard, bump, set, spiking with uh, with my brother and sister. And then um, it's it's much much different. It's much different than what other nor- I know, what nor- I know. normal kids well, are doing. I'm learning that more and more about myself. As I'm just I kidding. Up. I'm just kidding. I know it. I know it. You you played for Highline. Did you play for Highline yeah. your whole? It's not Highline anymore. It's not Highline anymore. Long Beach Volleyball Club. Okay. Yep. But back in the day, the mm-hmm. real club was Highline Club. That's my yeah. that's my club. I got yeah. the sweatshirt. And I got I got you. Yep. I appreciate sweatshirt. that. Yeah. By the way. You got it. You got it. I don't know where it is actually. So somebody probably oh, took so it from my closet. I probably won't. Okay. We'll, we'll get it later. We'll Besides get it later. That's the point. That's the point. Uh, you played for Highline. Did you play the whole time? Uh, your whole career? Yeah. Yeah. Up? Yeah. I did. Um, Eighth grade through uh, twelfth grade, so five years straight, I played at Highline. And you won a gold medal. Won a gold medal. Uh, yep. Eighteen and under, is that right? Eighteen and under, yeah. Yeah. Can, can you explain the JOs to everybody? The Junior Olympics. Well, yeah. First off, why do they call it the Junior Olympics? Because it's only volleyball. It is only volleyball. It, you know? it had me confused every single time when you were like, <laughs> "Oh, I'm going to the Junior Olympics this summer." Right. And I'm right. like, I'm learning that just now, Paul. I thought right. I I thought it was everyone. That <laughs> so. that would be awesome if it was like a total. You know, water polo, basketball, everybody was there, but it is just volleyball. Um, I think they might have a JOs for individual sports like water polo also. Um, that's just the name they got it. I don't know the ins and outs of that. But it's a um, big move. Just just make it sound like you're the best sport because you have the Olympics. Yeah, yeah. I like that move by, by, yeah. by volleyball. Way to go, volleyball. Big rowdy move by volleyball in general right there. Yeah. That summer when you won your gold medal, Yeah. you wore it all the time. I got to wear it, Yep. which was I, I don't have a gold medal, so I don't get to wear it. But right. we wore it all the time that summer. Mm-hmm. But you haven't worn it in a long time. Did you lose it? Oh. Where's the medal, Jake? You the did medal, lose it. The medal is in Bruce McRae's attic right now. What? So, safeguarded. Okay, safeguarded. good, good, good. Yeah, yeah. Bruce McRae is my dad. Um, yeah, I haven't pulled that one out in a long time, and it's definitely available if you ever want to take it for a go out in the streets one night. Um, I would love to do that. I okay. think that's something – that we can do every single weekend, designate right. it for one person if we do go somewhere. Right. Like if we go to Glory Days Beachside, yes. we come here, we wear our medal, one person gets to wear it per weekend. I like that. Well, that's Thank also – uh, it's funny because we're also working on that segment. Uh, we're doing a little show called 
Bruce McRae's attic. So um, it's kind of like Jay Leno's garage. Have you heard of that? Oh, no. If we're you just thought gonna, I was weird for volleyball, you're going to yeah, think I'm really weird after you get yeah, through that attic. Oh, there's there's some skeletons up there in that attic, and we're going to get to the bottom of them. Bruce doesn't know about that yet. But uh, anyway, that's that's definitely coming soon to uh, to a TV near you. Nice. You played nice. volleyball at Wilson. Mm-hmm. Wilson on a warpath, as they a war say. Path. Yes, yes. Uh, I, I didn't play at Wilson. I didn't go to Wilson. No. You wouldn't have but been the team. I went to a lot of your volleyball matches, yeah. and it's like one of the coolest experiences because so many were there. And my favorite yeah. match was that Wilson versus Loyola match. Yeah. Quarterfinals, I believe, in 2009. Was right? it 2000? It was junior Something like year that. For 2008 you? or 2009. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It, it was probably the best match slash slash game that I saw yeah. in high school, yeah. I'd say. Yeah. Best match that I was a part of, hands down. You guys uh, lost in five. Yeah, right. by two points, as you know, in volleyball, you have to win by two points. If it's, uh, yeah, you have to win by at least two points. It was a heartbreaker for me. What mm-hmm. was it like for you? Does that keep you up at night still? It doesn't keep me up at night. Um, I do get, it's weird. I do get emotional when I think back to it. Still, not like sad, but it was just that big of an experience for me, where I still am affected anytime I think back to it or I watch the video on it. Anything like that. It's, it was honestly one of the more monumental experiences of my life was that game. That's crazy. That's what high school sports will, will do. That's how yeah. important they are. Yeah. Um, I remember talking about that. I, well, we're still talking about that, and it's like, yeah. I don't know, how seven, eight years later. Yeah. I don't think I've taken a volleyball loss harder than that one. I was there. I was yeah. rooting for my, for my Bruins. Yeah. I can't yeah. remember another volleyball game that I took harder. Loyola was the number one team in the in the. Uh, they were, they were, they were, they were stacked. They, they had, were, they had. Uh, they were rattled though, dude. Yeah, they were rattled. They were, they had, they had multiple Division One volleyball players on that team who went on to play at I think Stanford, USC, um, and we had we did Anefre Thomas. He went on to play at a Hawaii, but um, other than that, there were no other Division One players on our team. So uh, I think that's pretty cool. You went on to play at LBCC. I did. Yeah. That might be the greatest team of all time, mm-hmm. Long Beach history. <laughs> we're, gonna, we're just going to put that I, one out I'm, there. <laughs> I'm going to throw it out there. I'm going to throw it out there. You right, know, I'll tell you right. why, though. I'll tell you why, though. This is what yeah. happened. I remember. See, I like to compare your team, the 2012 volleyball team, to yeah. Joe Namath's 1969 <laughs> New York Jets team. Okay. So Joe Namath guaranteed a Super Bowl, Super Bowl victory. Guaranteed it. Did he really? Yes. And I remember you... Yeah. Max Wexen, yep. Dylan, yep. Uh, who else? Who, who, Greg who, Utupo. Yeah, Greg Utupo. You guys told me before the season started, you guaranteed a state championship. Yeah. You guaranteed it, and you pulled through. And it was <laughs> it was so epic. We were there. We were big fans of that of that tournament, weren't we, John? I remember that game. Uh, yeah. We went just as, as friends of Jake and fans of Long Beach Sports. Yeah. I didn't know the Long Beach City College gym got that packed. It was yeah. an outrageous atmosphere. Was that one of the coolest games you've ever played at? That was one of the another one of those experiences. Uh, yeah, during the game, after the game. I mean, that whole season was just like a, that. Really, that whole season put a lot of hair on my chest. I feel like as a <laughs> as an athlete, because we, I'm, I'm serious. It was uh, it was one of the most intense conditioning regiments I've ever been put through, and. Um, that whole team was just on another level. The way we competed and the way we were together, it was uh, it was pretty spectacular and pretty spectacular. And to put on the fans that were there too, it was just. Uh, I th- I thought that event. was so cool. It's one of those moments when you're in Long Beach and you're just thinking like, 
well, yeah, I'm here. I'm rooting on, but I can't believe this many other people came out. And, like, this yeah. is such a cool, cool moment that this many people ran in from the community, decided, hey, we're going to go support the state championship tonight. Yeah, you don't really hear that that often, right? It's not like that's advertised around town, like, come watch Long Beach City Volleyball. But uh, So that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, I guess I hadn't thought about that. It, so. uh, my favorite part was that uh, going along the guarantee to win a state championship, you also guaranteed that you guys were going to jump in the pool after the win, yeah, yeah. and you did. Yeah. I wish I would have jumped in, but I didn't feel – I wasn't a part of the team. I felt I was a part of the team, but I wasn't really a part of the team. I got right. a, We got state championship <laughs> T-shirts, though. You remember that? I, first of all, I did not get a T-shirt. Also, to clarify, under no circumstances was Paul part of the team. Paul, Paul, Paul likes uh, to kind of latch on to these uh, winning teams and act like somehow he had anything to do with it. Don't call me a bandwagoner. <laughs> Are you serious? Well, that's not, a bandwagoner is a fan. You weren't part. Like you were a fan. Yeah. Yeah, I was a fan, but I felt like I was part of the team. I hung out with the guys. I think if you were going to ask anybody on that team if Paul was part of the team, they'd, they'd probably say yes. So I'll give Thank that you. one to you, Paul. I'll Thank give you. that one to you. Okay, that's that's fine. <laughs> Let's get back into the game. Why do you think you guys succeeded in that game? It's yeah. other volleyball players that, that are playing in similar circumstances. Why did we succeed in that team? Um, that team was really was re- built on unity. So I think having a team that had each other's backs, I mean, to the nth degree, we. Uh, I think that was that kind of. I couldn't put more emphasis on that, that team unity that we had. Um, also, our drive, there was just no option in our mind to lose. I mean, Paul brought it up, how we said we guaranteed a win. So there was just no no opportunity to lose. That just wasn't even in our mind. I feel like you guys had more fun than everybody else as well. Yeah. That probably had a lot to do with it. And you guys were super rowdy. I mean, we keep using the word rowdy, but there's yeah. no other way yeah, to explain Yeah, there's that one. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. A, that's a word that gets thrown around with volleyball a lot. Yeah. I was actually wondering, I was I was looking, because, you know, I play volleyball every once in a while on the beach, uh, on the sand. If, is there one thing besides rowdy? What's a very cool, cool volleyball word that yeah. I can go out there and play against veterans, and they'll be like, wait, this guy knows this, this word? This guy knows volleyball? Yeah. Um, let's take gnarly comes to my mind straight off the bat. You know, that's a little, that's so, surfer. So but that, the beach guys tone. say gnarly a lot. Yeah. Big yeah. attack. Big attack, yep. That'll what, get you some head nods. What's a big attack? Do I even <laughs> need to know? Big attack, yeah, that's a, that's a spike from the back row. So it's a very fast spike, keeps got, keeps blockers on their toes, very hard to defend. So if you throw a big attack, people know, like, whoa, this guy. Okay, so <laughs> next time I play volleyball, you're going to hear me. Watch watch the big attack, guys. This guy's right. a, this, this, he's, he's a big attack. that's only, though, isn't it? I that mean, is indoor only, okay. yeah. Oh, if we play six, though, six man on the sand, we yeah. can pull that off. So if we're thinking beach, though, which if the fans don't know, John Grossi is a legendary beach volleyball player. Come out and see him anytime at Long Beach State. Um, if we're playing beach, I'm going to go ahead and say a good word would be, shoot, I like to say in the middle when I get set. Like throw, toss it up in the middle, I'm going to go up and hit it. Um, it good, gives you a good direction, gives your setter a good idea where you want the ball. You know so. I set nails, so I you do. You'll, you're going to get that kill for, without a doubt. <laughs> there you go. See, Paul's got all this jargon. i got to get in on this stuff. I think, I think what I'm learning is you just say weird little words. and Weird little words. I think you just yeah. got to pay attention every once in a while in your life. Yeah, because Paul just said I set nails, which doesn't make sense in the way that we <laughs> throw nails, but I went with it because I'm like, hey, he's trying hard, and I think any other volleyball player would – <laughs> Give him that same credit. Like he's trying. I think I'm be hammering, hammering weed whackers out there next. You're hammer- okay. So yeah, we like to do a segment, Jake. <laughs> See, we're John and I are fun guys, as you know. Yeah, we like to improve things, make things better. We love sports, but we like to make sports more fun. Right. So we like to do a segment called "Make Sports Fun Again." 
we're going to do a segment called Make Volleyball Fun Again. See, we love volleyball. Love it. Love to play it. Love to watch it. Great sport. Yeah. But why not try to make it a little better? Yes. I feel like it's something. We could pull something off, right? Yes. So we're going to do this segment, Make Volleyball Fun Again. I'm going to give one thing that we can do to make the sport better. You give one as well. John will give one as well. Okay. Oh, you want me to go first? Yeah. yeah go yeah, ahead. I'll go first. So when it's set point or match point, uh-huh. the person that's serving has to serve blindfolded, and they have to play the whole point <laughs> blindfolded. Okay. Okay, playing the whole point. Now, that makes a big yeah. difference. So it's kind of right. like, you know, in dodgeball when, mm-hmm. what's his name, Peter LaFleur, yeah. he puts the blindfold on, and he has to, like, feel, you know, when Dwight Good D- – White Goodman is throwing the ball at him, you know, yeah. in that sudden death. That's oh, what yeah. it's kind of like. And okay. I think that it really would increase that person's sense. And I think they get an ace. Most oh, of the so time. you think this is going to make volleyball players better? This isn't just about. Yeah. Wow. See, All I'm right. Looking That's at a it, hot I'm take looking right at it right like, like the, uh, the, the person serving usually goes into the back row. You put a blindfold on it basically eliminates the big attack. Is what I was thinking. Wow. Has yeah. this guy played volleyball before? Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, so everyone's trying to set nails, and, and this guy's not think attacking, and the whole sport is flipped yeah. on its side. Hey, that just put it up le- in the middle. Yeah, huh? I, yeah. yeah that yeah. might be less fun now. That's my bad. <laughs> I screwed that one up. Jake, what do you got for us? What I was thinking, um, if we could have the setter, so when the setter goes back row, he's not allowed to dump or play any balls tight to the net. I want to see the setter be able to play balls at the net at any time, front or back row. So that way, when he's back row, now there's four options to attack rather than just three. Okay. I think that would be keep people on their toes, and uh, it might be a little more entertaining to watch. The setter can only play in the front? The setter can only – so if, if you pass a ball and it's going a little tight. Is it the a setter, three, three pass or a two pass? It's, it's going to be a three pass. Okay. So if the setter goes up front row, it, when he's one of the three front row players, he can dump the ball, which means okay. he can take the ball and attack oh. it to the other side okay. of the court. If he's back row and that same pass comes, the setter can't go up and attack the ball. He has to do his best to keep the ball on his side of the court that makes when he's sense. back row. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. But now if he's if he can attack when he's both front and back row, it's going to keep the defenders much more on their toes than they are right now. Hey, that wow. would be tight. That that right. was like intensely volleyball, like thought out. Yeah, yeah. Threw I me th- off. I, I got. I was stopped listening <laughs> the first time you explained it because I was realized I was in too deep because your name <laughs> of, I didn't know. But then you explained it again. Wow. I feel yeah. like so this would, might actually happen. I would have played it, it volleyball just, if that was the rule. Is that the one thing that might be the one thing keeping volleyball away from being one of the footballs and basketballs yeah. of the, of the I, country? Paul was a big yeah. back row dump guy. So. I was a I huge know. back row dump guy. <laughs> <laughs> So the fact that he couldn't do those kept him way out of volleyball. Right, so here's, right. here's what I was thinking for mine. Just, you know, we were talking about inside, outside, all this. Like, let's stop acting like they're two different sports. I want to kind of blur the lines, make it a little more fun. Okay. I'm talking sand volleyball, mm-hmm. but in like an indoor soccer arena where we have a ceiling and we have walls and you can play it off the ceiling and the walls. Wow. So you can just hit a, one really hard up at the ceiling and then it goes down real fast. Wow. But then that person's on sand so they can dive and try to dig it. Right. Um, it's an indoor-outdoor uh, dive extravaganza. You've played volleyball with me before. You know I get dirty on the sand. Right, right. No, I, I like that because people are more willing to put their body on the line on sand. Yep. So if you're more willing, then, yeah, I think some of those balls might come up more often. That's uh, that's an interesting idea, John. I like that idea, too. It, I think that would be too expensive, though. Mm. I got money. Here, here comes Con Paul hey. right there, always with the whoa. cons. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Here's hey, the thing. I'm gonna, I, hey, I'll throw in 100 bucks for something like that. 
Yeah, we're, yeah, yeah, we're, yeah, we're at glory that. days on a Tuesday. <laughs> we're we're about to be eating what three ninety nine pastrami sandwiches. Yeah, I'll eat at glory days every Tuesday for the next what twelve years mm-hmm. instead okay. of uh, my usual Tuesday spot, which is uh, Lowry's in L A. The steak spot. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, dude! We've been blowing all our indoor sand volleyball money on Lowry's. Yeah, on this fork could have been around so years ago. We, we solved that problem. Yeah, <laughs> Long Beach State volleyball. Jake mm-hmm. had a great year. Yep, but. Somewhat underperformed. Somewhat, they yeah right? in the playoffs. I mean, yeah. they're, they're the yeah. number one team in the country for most of the year. Yeah, uh, ended up losing in the in the final four to BYU for the second straight year. Yeah, uh, but I mean, still a great year. TJ DeFalco was the player of the year. Very Alan excited Knipe to was watch. The, was the the coach of the year, mm-hmm. and uh, the Big West tournament, the the inaugural Big West, mm-hmm. is coming this next year. Uh, vol- Volleyball is coming to the Big West, John. If you didn't know that, wow. twenty eighteen, right? Right, twenty eighteen. And the first tournament's going to be at the Pyramid, so it's going to be pretty epic. That's pretty cool. I didn't uh, know I'm that. looking forward to it. All of those guys are coming back, those yeah. sophomore sensations, yeah. for their junior year. Yeah. So we like to do a thing on this podcast called Shoot Your Shot. This okay. show is called Shoot Your Shot, if you didn't know, Jake. I, w- I wasn't aware that was the name of the whole show. So. Well, you – I mean, you're a, you're a long-time listener, though, aren't you? I <laughs> I must have missed the first couple <laughs> minutes every time I listened. <laughs> so – we like to do a thing called Shoot Your Shot, uh-huh. so you get to make a bold statement about Long Beach State Volleyball next year. Okay. Um, okay. I'm, I'm going to go national championship, Long Beach State next year. TJ DeFalco, MVP. That's going to be it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I like that. That's a guarantee, just like the Long Beach City College volleyball team? Yes, that is an absolute guarantee. Yes. The national championships <laughs> are at Poly Pavilion at UCLA this year. They're usually nice. like in, in Pennsylvania or Ohio, yeah. which is weak. Like, yeah. why would you... All of the teams are on the West Coast anyways. Right. I don't know why they would make them out there. But it's going to be at Poly, so I'd be down to go, though. I would love that. If you want to go, I'll buy you a ticket. Please. Thank you. (laughs) John, what do you got? Shoot your shot, buddy. Here's here's my shot. It's not as bold as the national championship, but Mm -hmm. what I do think is that at some point, the volleyball during next season is going to get stuck in in the rafters of the pyramid. Okay. And there's going to be a, a big controversy what? about yeah. we shouldn't be playing volleyball in pyramids. <laughs> oh, I think I and then uh, <laughs> and then Long Beach is going to rally behind the fact that we have this pyramid. And I think the whole city of Long Beach is going to rally against the whole nation, basically, of volleyball. Okay. And uh, we'll forget any other problems that are in our lives and just become wow. pro-pyramid city. Wait, wow. The pyramid is so high. Yeah. Well, yeah, but the, the balls are juiced. Wait, that's baseball. No, that's baseball. Okay, They're tightly wound. Tightly wound. Yeah. So I think They're using in general, in general, we're seeing in sports though now that balls are, are getting hit harder. Okay. So you're going to see some some balls get up there in the rafters of the pyramid. So what I'm picturing right now is a whole just unified front of Long Beach and uh, basically just an economic uprising, right? Yeah. Like we're just gonna shoot through the ceiling and you want similar to, to the way these balls you know who's already rafters. started printing shirts with the pyramid <laughs> on them i'm assuming 908 <laughs> so all right watch uh, out for that bold prediction there john um i i wouldn't be mad if that happened though. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> see but now we know because at first you, you gotta know you want to be on the pyramid side you don't want right. to be on the on the wrong side of volleyball history there and, and right go with right the volleyball critics right i like where your head's at john i like where your head's yeah. at what do you uh, got for us i'm Paul? looking forward to it i I'm going to say Long Beach State is going undefeated, and they're going to win a national championship. Undefeated. That is the Bulls' prediction of them all. Undefeated. Yeah. They wow. lost. How many games did they lose? Not many. Uh, they lost four last year. Not many. I think they're better now. You think, think they're, they're better? better? 
Well, let's not forget other teams are getting better too, and I'm, I'm not putting you down because I would love to see an undefeated season. That's just uh, – that's tough. That's tough. So I'm going I'm going undefeated season, national mm. championship, Josh Tuaniga, player of the year, the wow. setter for Long Beach the setter. I like that. What do you think? I like that a lot. For, for our listeners that aren't here and enjoying Glory Days right now and the wonderful sports atmosphere, mm-hmm. Paul's undefeated call just turned uh, turned a few heads. It did. Some people oh, yeah. some people were looking over here and they're like, you know, they know sports and they know undefeated means yeah. winning. Yeah. And it turned it turned heads. It turned heads. We're winners. Paul's, Jake, a, Paul's a head turner though. I am a head turner. <laughs> yeah. Jake McCray <laughs> is a verified winner and he knows yeah. winners. And if he yeah. you, if he agrees, then I mean. Mm. Shoot, we 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 might be looking at a national championship. We, next may, year, we folks. may be, folks. Yeah. we may be. I think we just got our food though, John. You, uh, yeah. Oh, oh, producer Nick's gonna bring it over producer, to us. Sh- should we do free swings first? No, we'll do that after this. Oh, we'll do that. After yeah, this. yeah, we. Let's fi- we're gonna fi- decision. We're gonna finish <laughs> it. We're gonna finish it with free swings. <laughs> okay, we'll finish it with free swings. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with mine first. Okay. Yeah, what do you got? What'd you order here for Lord is? So it's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. That's three ninety nine beef dips and pastrami day. Yep. I went with the beef dip. Wow. Love the beef dip. If you come with a partner, you can go beef dip pastrami and switch it. So if you could get one half beef dip, one half pastrami, that's a good idea. I like it because I like the ajou sauce, real ajou sauce. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. John, what did you get? Paul, I'm, I'm right there with you. I, I love this Tuesday deal like Lord Days. They have a deal every day of the week. They have great Monday through Thursday, unbelievable prices. Uh, when I go to a bar, usually I'm going to get a pastrami sandwich anyway, and I'm going to pay about 10 bucks for it. So... I saw the pastrami for three ninety nine a day at Glory Days, and it's it's a no brainer. So I went with it. Nice. Uh, we also didn't get any beers today because we are. Uh, and I'm I'm yeah. already probably regretting it because yeah, pastrami and beer go together. Just the saltiness and you know that sweet aftertaste of a Coors Light. Yep. But the uh, best. The best. It's, best, a, it's a little early, and we're, we're trying to get this podcast off the ground, so we got to work tonight. So. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Uh, Jake, what'd you get over there? I got uh, some Hawaiian sliders. So I got four Hawaiian rolls um, with these little hamburger sliders on it. Looks like with some American cheese on top. I'm excited to dig into them. I've been a Hawaiian slider guy my whole life. So uh, it's kind of nice to have that home feel here at Glory Days. I like those nice. dipping sauces. Is that barbecue? What is yeah, that? Yeah, no, we got a little ketchup and some ranch. Um, I just can't see, I guess. <laughs> Ch- check out the video. We got a funny video coming out as well, and uh, you'll see all the food on there. See this oh, delicious yeah. food we're eating over here at Glory Days. You're gonna get real jealous. Uh, burger Bash is on Thursday. That's a that's a mm-hmm. great deal. I think three fifty for those burgers. Uh, yep. They're delicious. Yep, I'd, I'd say come. All right, let's finish this thing up, Jake. We like to do something called free swings. Okay. Uh, they're rapid fire questions. We're gonna call these free swings because okay. we we take rips on this podcast. Right. We don't tip. Right. We swing as hard as we can. Okay. And I know that you're going to come through for us, okay? Yes, yes. So here we go. As fast as you can, answer these questions. Okay. Do you eat pizza with ranch? Yes. What's your favorite sports movie? Oh, uh, Replacements. Oh, great call, dude. <laughs> I uh, landed. Favorite junior Olympic city you've played at? Minnesota. Wow. That's not a city, though. It's not. <laughs> I think that's a state. Is that a state? Hmm. Minneapolis. Then. Ah, there, there, you go. there we go. There <laughs> we go. Float serve or jump serve? Oh, float serve. Or jump float. Now we're talking. How about favorite ice cream flavor? Cookie dough. Best video game of all time? Ooh, Super Smash Brothers. Oh, I was, hope, I was hoping you answer. I'm going Tony Hawk. <laughs> I was hoping it was Tony, Tony Hawk. Tony Hawk, skater. Yeah. All right, indoor or sand volleyball? Indoor. It's going to be both soon. That We're going to blur those lines. <laughs> Uh, favorite animated movie? Oh, Pokemon? Pokemon, Pokemon? movie? Yeah. Pokemon Whoa, the movie? Yeah. Is that a thing? Pokemon the movie, the original. Gotta yeah. ca- you got to catch Hands them all, down. John. Absolutely. 
Favorite song to listen to before a match? No doubt. Uh, the one. Uh, the band? I didn't always end up your ex girlfriend. <laughs> what? <laughs> the song is about No Doubt. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, Producer Nick, can you. Can you Google no doubt songs about ex-girlfriends because that did not sound like anything. Oh, that sounded <laughs> just like it. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna get a lot of heat for that one. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll, we'll probably just probably that or Waka Flocka. Nice. Does that, See, does that's that help me out a little that's bit? That's where I'm at. Too. Yeah, yeah. If you could go back in time, where and when would you go? I would go back to the, uh, I mean, medieval times. Been watching a lot of Game of Thrones. Kind of nice. want to see how I'd uh, how I'd fare out there. Would you be I'd a probably jou- die? Would you be a jouster? <laughs> you wouldn't die. <laughs> you wouldn't, I'm a winner. I wouldn't die. You're a winner. Right, right. If if I um, were you, I'd go back five minutes and not ans- sing that song. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. It's a good song, but yeah, I agree with that. Misty May or Carrie Walsh? Misty May. Easy. Easy. That song was called. What was that song called, Nick? Ex girlfriend. No doubt, ex girlfriend. <laughs> That's your favorite song to listen to before a match. It's a good song. That's it's a, a good song. All That's you uh, future volleyball players out there, you're playing volleyball right now. You want to win a state championship? Right. Toss it in the old queue. Right. No doubt. Right. Jake, you're awesome, man. Hey, thanks for uh, <laughs> for coming on the show here with us, Jake. Right on. Um, yeah, I appreciate you guys. Check out check out the interview with Jake. We're going to do over here at Beach Beachside Glory Days. Uh, video. It's going to be pretty epic. Oh, it's a video. What did I say? Well, we just did an interview. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're doing a yeah. video. We're doing a video. I don't want to ruin too much about it, but uh, morale is going to be through the roof, just like Jake was in his volleyball career. Right. Jake, appreciate it, man. Hey. Thanks so much, Jake. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Love what you're doing here. That interview is brought to you by Grocery Outlet. I want to take a quick break and talk to you about Long Beach Grocery Outlet. Grocery Outlet is one of my favorite places to shop because of how much money I save on every purchase. The best part is Grocery Outlet is a small business locally owned by residents Jen and John Lawton. What other grocery store do you get the hands-on learning and care of a local entrepreneur working as hard as possible to make sure you're happy with every aspect of your shopping experience? Visit the Grocery Outlet to find this week's meals for your family with locations on Spring Street, 7th Street, and South Street in Lakewood, all owned by Jen and John. You will not regret saving about 50% on your grocery list without substituting any quality. I'll see you there. Great interview with our good bud, Jake McCray, longtime listener. He didn't listen last week at all, I guess, but he said he kind of knows the basis of what we're about. So, hey, Jake, thanks for, for listening to us, buddy. Appreciate that. Let's move on to, the, to our Athlete of the Week, the 908 Athlete of the Week. I think we should do this every week, picking somebody from, from the 908 area that dominated the week before. No high school in session right now. But we do have pro baseball. I'm going with Evan Longoria of the Tampa Bay Rays. It's a good pick. I just want to say if we do this every week, shout out to Long Beach Athletes. Don't let us down. That's true. If you don't hear us do this segment, Long Beach Athletes, you messed up. But I don't think it's going to happen. Hey, go off. Have yourself a day, as they say. Become the 908 Athlete of the Week. Uh, Tampa Bay Rays, Evan Longoria, he went to Long Beach State, like we said. He hit for the cycle. Doesn't happen too often. Second player in Rays history to hit for the cycle. They haven't been around too long, but still, second player in history is pretty legit. Very, very good. Uh, cyclists have been down since the whole Lance Armstrong uh, <laughs> scandal, so that's why you don't see many cycles anymore, even in the sport of baseball. The whole thing has a <laughs> it's a scandal. I think you're getting sports mixed up, John. A cycle is when you hit a single, double, triple home run. Oh, that's right. Okay, yeah. Anyways, he went four for five. Uh, they beat the Astros six four. 
Longoria's having an okay year. He's hitting 271, 17 bombs, 67 ribbies. But low-key, the Rays are in first place in the wild card right now. One game up on the Mariners. Well, he's a he's a dirtbag, so he's doing whatever it takes for the team. I'm not worried about his average. The team is in contention. That team, you didn't think that that Rays team was going to have such a big year, but, I mean, they're in contention at the All-Star break. They just got Lucas Duda, one of our favorite players. Duda, Duda. 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 He, uh, what would you think is the hardest part of getting the cycle, John? You think you get it a home run or a triple first? Well, neither triples or home runs are necessarily my expertise because I'm not strong or fast. Although I have been getting stronger, I've been swimming. Um, well, I, I think we've heard. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know if our guests heard the first segment, but <laughs> um, I think I would have most trouble with the triple because I'm just historically slow. Do you think you're slower? Than Adrian Gonzalez? That's a good race. Adrian Gonzalez is one of the slowest humans on earth, but I think that I would outslow him, to be honest. You think you're slower than Adrian Gonzalez? Well, what are we running for? If we're, like, I feel like if we're running for, First a, third. for a hot dog, he's going to win. Yeah. If we're if, But again, if we're running, I, I, I'm more like competitive. He's, he's not very competitive. Yeah, you're very competitive. What if it was a beer? You're chasing after a beer. What if you had a beer on third base and you got to drink it right when you got there? Who would get there first, you or him? Well, I'm not going to run for a beer. I'm not that psycho. I'd rather I'd rather really? <laughs> have I run for a beer before maybe. Yes. Uh, I think it would be a good race. I want to say something about triples though because I did hit interesting story about the cycle. One game in little league, I had a triple, I had a double, a triple, a home run, and I was pitching four I'd pitched four innings of perfect game. It was the most incredible game of my life. And my coach takes me out of the game. I think we were winning or something, and gives the game ball to someone else because, like, it was like share share the trophy. See, I hate that. But that was that was the most unbelievable game of my life. I didn't even get to finish the complete game or finish the cycle. You didn't get a single. I was too busy just slapping the ball all around the diamond. You're an elevate and celebrate guy. Hit the ball in the gap and go get yourself a double or triple. Elevate and celebrate for a home run. You're I was RBI that game guy. ball. I was that game. That's our show right there, John. Glad to have you here with me, as always. Glad we got a little baseball talking after that uh, excruciating volleyball interview. <laughs> I like volleyball just like the next guy, but we got to get a little baseball talking there for me. I agree. You're a baseball guy. I agree. We'll get some more baseball on the next show. How about that? Follow us on Instagram, 908 Magazine. Follow me on Instagram, Peace Later 3, your boy, the chosen one. Twitter, at 908 Magazine. Follow your boy on Twitter, at Peace Later Roman numeral 3. Snapchat me, Peace Later 3. Add me. I'll snap you back. Best Snapchat in Southern California, as I always say. Let me let you guys know that life is great in the 908. Shooters shoot like we do, so shoot your shot.
Salis. You know the rules, crossover dribbles, taking you to school like that. Next time, remember who you're playing. You get no mercy, know what I'm saying? If you reach, I'ma teach. Too fun to lay up, catch you on the rebound. Game over, stay up. What you gonna do when I come through? Oh, what you wanna yeah. do? Hang time, y'all. You know what I'm saying?